grip me, tease me, whip me, taunt me, poke me, scratch me, choke me, pin me down and pull my hair, bound and strap me to a chair. This is Sex and Waffles, an American horror story. That's whore with a W, brought to you live by Waffle. What's up, my little waffle sticks, my little brunch club? It's been a hot second or two. Hope you didn't miss me. I'm still here. Don't worry. I had um, a little bit going on, so don't worry about it. But I'm here, and I hope you're here. And I have some big shout-outs for the week. First, huge, 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 huge shout-out to Vaudeville Revival. They are the mastermind and genius behind my intro and outro music. I don't know what the music at the end is called. I'm calling it an outro. I'm starting it. They are incredible. I love them. The intro is called Can't Wait, and the outro is called Rubber Love, and it's a song from the perspective of a dildo. You know that's my vibe. They are awesome, as you could hear. Check them out on Instagram. They're they are Vaudeville Revival. All their information will be in the show notes. Um, so huge shout out to them because I am so deeply in love with my intro, which is an SNN song and the outro. Um, and could not be more excited if you couldn't tell. Um, second shout out goes to everyone who bought a paperback book. I am loving seeing all of you guys read Sex and Waffles, Unleash Your Kraken, and it is just so exciting to see my paperback book out in the world and internationally, so it's literally in the world. Um, so that's awesome. Truly, 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 thank you to everyone who has purchased my book, who has read my book, who has reviewed my book. Um, you guys are amazing and I love you. <sighs> Maybe more than food. It's hard to say. You guys know food's at the top of my list. Uh, but 100% love you guys so much and I could not be here without you. So continue to buy books listen to the podcast, read the blog, whatever you're into. I have literally every medium for you for your listening pleasure this week. Your DM of the week. Um, okay. So we need to have a conversation. <laughs> I have gotten so many DMs about milking prostates. Literally, I I don't know if everyone's drinking the same water or if everyone is friends, but literally the amount of DMs that I have gotten asking me to milk someone's prostate, like literally they'll be like, I'll let you milk me for hours. So many people have used that line on me. First of all, like I... I don't know if people got, like, from my Instagram, I put, like, 21st Century Milkmaid. That was not an innuendo of me milking prostates. Like, I milk cows. Literally cows for a living. Um, I've actually never fully milked a prostate. Uh, I don't know if I said that in an earlier episode. Maybe I did. Maybe I said I wanted to. Defs want to. It's on my list. I'm gonna get in there. I've found the walnut and now I just need to, you know, 
make some frosting happen on some walnut cookies. That's disgusting. Like, who would eat walnut cookies? Um, that doesn't even sound appetizing. <laughs> like, I definitely wouldn't. If someone's grandma was like, I made you walnut cookies, I'd be like, all right, grams, that seems like a salad. So, not really sure <laughs> why everyone thinks I milk prostates, but hey, you know, I'm here for it. I'm not going to milk your prostate, but I think everyone should get their prostate milked. Um, but I do milk cows. I'm not a prostate milkmaid. <laughs> and though that is great. If that is what you thought, I am so here for that. And I just want to like slow clap it out right now because 21st century milkmaid, just milk and prostates over here. It's fine. Um, just, just killing it with my prostate milking. Here we are. That's the other thing though. <laughs> Like, if that was, like, a rumor about me, like, she milks prostates. Have you ever heard a rumor about yourself and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I, I wish I did that. Like, that is so impressive. I remember <laughs> there were so many rumors I heard about myself in college, and honestly, every time someone told me a rumor, I was never mad. Like, I always wanted to hear them, which sounds, like, really weird, but I was always so impressed with them. Like, someone said I sucked two dicks at once and I was like in my mouth at one time and the guy was like yeah literally in your mouth at one time and I was like that's impressive <laughs> like that is impressive I had two dicks in my mouth high five to rumor joy she's incredible wow I'm so impressed with her another rumor was that I I um I gave two hand jobs, and I was like, first of all, who the fuck has time for two hand jobs? I don't even give one hand job. Like, if you're requesting a hand job, like, I think there's something wrong with you. I'm not going to do it the right way. I'm not going, you're going to do it better. Like, I, you know, maybe I'll sit there and, like, jerk you off a little bit, but, like, if you look me dead in my eyes and you're like, can I get a hand job? That's a hard no. Unless you're, like, joking. I don't know. Like, a hand job to completion. <laughs> I don't have the hand strength for that. Okay, maybe I do. I milk cows. I am a 21st century milkmaid. Low-key prostitute. Um, <laughs> but, like, I don't want to jack you off to completion. That's so hard. <laughs> like, I have a mouth, and I would prefer to use that. I guarantee you my blowjobs are much better than a handjob. I did have a boyfriend once. I know, shocking. I had a boyfriend, um, and he was like, do you want to give me a handjob? And I said, what am I, 15? That's what you do in the back of a movie theater. Like, if it's something like that, totes down for an adult handjob. <laughs> that sounds weird. But, like, I... You can do that on your own. <laughs> like, that is self-care. You need to take care of yourself. I'll use my hand with a blowjob, but I'm not going to give you a hand job. Like, I'm, I want to have sex. Like, I don't want a forearm workout. That's what I milk cows for. I just, I don't know. It's really, I also find it really hard to get the pressure correct on a hand job when you're not the person 
who's receiving the handy. I don't know. Maybe there's girls out there that love giving hand jobs. If there are, like, please let me know. Like, I'd love to know your tips and tricks for loving hand jobs. Like, again, if it's like a joke or it's foreplay or if it's like fun or if it's just like mm, fucking jacking you a little, like, okay, that's fine. But if you're literally like, jack me off to completion, absolutely fucking not. (laughs) Just absolutely not. (sighs) We are adults here. Come on. No one needs that negativity in their life. Actually, I think I've literally given one hand job in my life. Like, I think I gave one hand job when I was 15 and I was done. Like, I was done for life. I haven't given one since. I just, like, I know people who are like, yeah, I just gave him a hand job tonight because I couldn't have sex with him or, like, I couldn't blow him. And I was like, uh, what? I'm just, <laughs> sorry, what? Like, you sat there. Like, also, like, where do you look? <laughs> Like, do you look at his dick? Do you look at him? Like, I don't want to make eye, like, eye contact during sex is really great and really fun. And it's also, like, really intense. So, you know, doggy's really great. But, like, eye contact while I'm giving you a handy. Like, that, I, that's too much. Like, that is my safe word. I, I, I don't know where to look. I don't know, like, I don't, I, every time I think I've given someone a mild hand job where, like, I was, like, trying to do some foreplay, they were like, that's too hard. Right? Like, I don't know what kind of fucking pressure you want on your deck. This is for you. Maybe, like, yeah, I'm not good with my hands. Sorry about it. <laughs> I will, I will not be milking your prostates, and I will not be giving you guys handies, Okay. I like I don't know why you slide into my DMs asking about fucking handies. Okay. What am I gonna do? Give you a hand job over Instagram? That's literally ridiculous. Uh, we're not here for that. Instagram is not made for the hand jobs. I'm gonna get send you like a virtual emoji. Actually, next time someone says me something about milk and prostate or giving them a hand job, I'm literally just gonna send like the hand waving emoji. See how they uh enjoy that. Um yeah. <laughs> Our segment of uh what I wish I would have known. Uh I actually wish I would have known about milk and prostates back in my day. Um not back in my day. It sounds like I peaked. No, I just was uh you know, I went through a lot of men. I could have really helped them discover their prostates. Like I had a lot of one night stands. I could have really helped some people discover some things. I think that would have been really, really good to have known at a younger age about milking prostates. I'm not going to give you a tutorial on here because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I barely can find assholes, okay? Like, I really struggle to find the male asshole It's really far down there. Like, it's literally on their spine. I don't know where the fuck their asshole is. Mine is right there. It's conveniently located. I have to, like, get off a highway for theirs. I'm just not here for it. (laughs) So once I start milking prostates, I'll let you guys know how it goes, and then I'll give you a tutorial over podcast. I don't know how that's going to work out for you. Just slip a finger up there. 
This is my, this is my blowjob and butthole podcast, just so everyone is aware. I did get a number of requests, though, to talk about um, relationships. Uh, and so since there were a high number of requests for me to talk about relationships and yeah, relationships, relationships. Um, I'll talk about them since that's what you guys want to hear. And I'm here for you. Um, I am by no means a relationship expert, uh, but, um, I have been in like one-ish relationship and I am currently in a relationship. Um, pretty much everyone else I've dated, like, I don't really count. So, if you were before the 90-day trial period, like, um, (laughs) it doesn't even count. Like, okay, sure. But one, um, a couple specific requests I got, multiple people asked me why I don't think relationships nowadays, um, either work or they're, like, really hard to create, uh, uh, coming from your regional relationship expert. Actually, I will say, um, I think being single for a very long time, I observed a lot of relationships, a lot of relationship dynamics. I've had really shitty relationships. Um, so I learned a lot of what not to do. And it wasn't until probably very recently that I, like all my friends were in healthy relationships and, um, Yeah, like, I think being single, besides, like, figuring out who you are, you get to figure out all the things you don't want in a relationship just by observation, which is really sweet because you don't actually have to date the person, but you watch your friends date all these shitty people and you're like, I never want to date someone like that. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And then when people approach you to date them, you're like, no, you're literally not worth my time. You are literally not worth my investment. And you really get a good I don't know. I feel like I got such a good read on people in relationships by just like listening to other people's problems, helping them with their relationships. And when you're on the outside, you see a lot of do's and don'ts. (laughs) I think, um, I'm a firm believer in, um, a quote I read in Cat in a Hot Tin Roof when the mom said that relationship problems all begin in the bedroom. I'm a firm believer in this. I think if you um, have problems in your sex life, I think that directly correlates to your relationship life. Uh, Obviously, I'm totally a doctor, so my recommendations are 100% correct. These are all hypotheses based on scientific experiments. Like, you know, it's fine. Registered over here. But if you think about it, if you're not able to effectively communicate in the bedroom, 
what you want, I don't think you can effectively communicate in your relationship. And that's why I think that like all problems start in the bedroom or go back to the bedroom. If your man isn't pleasing you in the bedroom, he probably isn't pleasing you in the rest of your relationship uh, or it's not in the way that you want and he thinks he's pleasing you in ways that are apt for him and not you. I really think that people, I think most relationship problems stem come from communication and a lot of um, bedroom problems start with communication. Like if you want your girlfriend to suck your dick more and you don't tell her that, well, you should eat her out more, you know, two for two over here. It's like ordering pizza. Like you don't order pizza and not tell them what you want. You don't Tell them, hi, I want a cheese pizza. When really want you the Supreme. If you want the Supreme, you order the Supreme. Relationships are like ordering pizza. If you don't tell them what you want, they're not going to know. This goes for everything in your fucking relationship. From sex to roommate situations to dating. Like, do you want to date them? Do you not want to date them? Literally, everything can be related to pizza. You want breadsticks on the side? You get breadsticks on the side. And what do you do when you go in there and they don't give you your order? You look at your receipt and you're like, I got the brownie cookies and the side of breadsticks with marinara sauce. You don't just go in there, get the pizza, and then you're like, oh, well, paid for my breadsticks and then I left. Okay, maybe you do and you're, that's ridiculous. If you forget the breadsticks, like, go, go, go home. (laughs) You don't deserve to get those breadsticks. But you don't sit there and wonder why they didn't give you your breadsticks. No, you tell them. You tell them that they're missing your breadsticks. And this is why... I think five-year-olds are the scariest fucking people in the world. Five-year-old girls, specifically. Five-year-old boys, they're just rowdy and want to, like, burn everything and not much changes in the rest of their lives. (laughs) But, like, five-year-old girls, they're like, Daddy, I want a pony. And dad's like, honey, we live in the middle of New York City. Like, you're not getting a pony. And she's like, daddy, I will set this house on fire if you don't get me a fucking pony. Like, five-year-olds are aggressive. And I'm pretty sure that's, like, word for word every five-year-old that's ever wanted anything in their life. If a five-year-old wants something, they fucking tell you. And they're really fucking scary about it. And, like, I am terrified of a five-year-old female on a mission. Why is it? That once we get into relationships, we just expect this person to read our minds. Yes, we should be in sync. Like, we should be on the same brainwave and stuff. But there are times, like, people do not know what you want. Like, is it nice when they're like, oh, my God, I got you a coffee. You seemed like you were really pissed off. And I know you like Starbucks. Like, that is a sweet gesture. But at the same time, like, this is specifically for women. 
because I feel this on a spiritual level. Sometimes I am horny. Sometimes I am hungry. Sometimes I am angry. Like, and I don't know the difference. (laughs) I can't tell you which one I am or I'm crying and I'm not sure why. And, you know, once I figure it out, I can tell you. But at the same time, I can't expect someone to know why if I'm horny or hungry, if they don't know if I don't even know, like I can't tell them that. So really, I think everything goes back to communication. (laughs) I think people have poor communication skills. And I think within relationships, people really struggle to communicate what they want. And mm, like not to generalize, but I think more so women are very uh, cautious about telling men what they want. Like, again, like, it goes back to the bedroom. Like, women aren't out there. We're not out there on one-night stands being like, yo, eat my fucking pussy. Like, (laughs) we're just trying to get laid. And then you ask a guy, though, you're like, did he come? Of course, like, of course he did. Like, it's not a question if he came or not. You ask your female friends, like, did you come? And they're like, oh, no, like, I didn't ask for that. Like, we've been hooking up for, like, maybe not on one-night stands. Like, I don't know. Like, not everyone comes on one-night stands. Some people have to, like, be there for a while. That's totes fine. Whatever you do. But, like, at the end of the day, like, men are getting what they want. Like, and women still are being held back by themselves. With, With gifts. This is the other big thing I see. With gifts. A, like, a... A boyfriend will get their girlfriend a gift or they, they'll think they got her something really sweet or they'll plan something really nice for her. But the girlfriend doesn't like it. The girlfriend doesn't want it. And then she'll be like, oh, this is so nice. But it's not. And she fucking hates it. If you don't like it, just tell him. It's like... You know, I think people build up things in relationships to where they're like, oh my God, this is so nice. And they think they they want to make their partner happy. But if you genuinely don't like something and you continue to tell them that you like it, they're going to continue to do it again. It goes back to the bedroom. If you tell a man you like something in bed, he is going to continue to do it over and over and over again and every time he does it you're going to hate it if he asks you oh my god do you like when I beat the pussy up and you're like yeah he's going to ask you every time you have sex do you like when I beat that pussy up maybe you're into that maybe you're not but when you say yes they assume you are into it and they will continue to do it And that's why, like, I personally believe relationships don't last. Like, I think people, they don't say what they want in the bedroom, and then they don't say what they want in the rest of the relationships. And I think, I mean, I don't think relationships are all about sex by any means. I mean, me and my boyfriend joke, like, we're not dating each other for the sex. The sex is really great. Don't, like, don't get me wrong. But um, (laughs) it's just a joke that we have because, yes, do I like getting laid very often? Yes. Oh my God. It's so nice. <laughs> Do I like having good sex often? Yes. Other elements of sex in relationships that aren't in one night stands? 
oh my god yes but at the same time like I don't think relationships are all sex-based I don't think they're all like I don't think a relationship is all or nothing one way based but really I just don't think people are willing to work for relationships the best thing I've ever heard about relationships is that they're like a plant you have to water them relationships are like your pussy you gotta keep it wet to keep her happy honestly I think your pussy is a really good metaphor for pretty much anything. It's its own ecosystem. It's self-cleaning. It eats men alive. Does whatever the fuck it wants. It's existing on its own without you. And you don't even know it. It's killing it. Literally. <laughs> I say literally because it kills sperm and bacteria. So uh, watch out. Vaginas are killers. They're man-eaters. <laughs> just living the life but seriously like if you can't communicate what you want and you're not willing to put in the work for it there's no way a relationship's gonna work out I think that is the basis of a working relationship and I think that is the basis of relationships that work maybe I'm wrong but through and through the couples that I've seen that have made it the people that I've seen through hardships and they've come out on the other side like that is why like they have open communication like communication is not always easy too like I'm a talker and I would say like I sometimes have a really hard time communicating like my emotions nobody wants that like nobody wants to say they're like I'm mad because the other day you put limes in my chocolate pudding but like if you don't say that again that's something they're gonna do over and over again and I just don't know why we're in the everyone wants to get in this cycle where they just say yes to all these things and like they tell people they like these things they don't like I mean sometimes it's necessary I think but at the same time, I think you should be able to tell people what you like and don't like and not have to worry, like, are they going to break up with me if I say this? Like, if you don't like a gift and you think they're going to break up with you over that, then you shouldn't be with that person. Like, that is a red flag in itself. Uh, and I think you have to put in the work for it. Like, relationships aren't easy and honestly, time and time again, like, when I was single, everyone was like, oh my god, how are you single? And I meet all these people, and they're like, I would rather be in a bad relationship than no relationship at all. No, relationships are hard. Being single is easy. Being alone is so easy. Like, I'm not saying that it should be the hardest thing in the world. I'm just like, like, you're gonna have challenges. Like, you're gonna have challenges no matter what relationship you're in no matter what person it's with like it doesn't have to be something super negative and dramatic but like me like all all my friends all of my girlfriends all my best friends they're all long distance do I make it work with all of my friends yes like will they all still be my best friends like yes like love them to death you just have to be willing to put in the work for like what you want like are you going to drive to get the pizza or are you not? If they don't deliver to you, like, how dedicated are you to that pizza? That is what your relationships are like. Are you dedicated to the pizza or are you not? And if you're not, 
like being again like being alone being single I don't know why there's such negative connotations around it it's beautiful like everyone should enjoy it and like thrive in it like don't just survive being single like thrive do your own thing live your fucking life like and when someone comes along that's cool enough to hang out with you like make a better life together like and then be twice as good as you were before I don't know why this is such a hard concept for people but I don't think like people being in shitty relationships with expiration dates to me honest to god I don't understand it because to me that is so miserable and that is like a good relationship takes work a bad relationship takes four times the amount of work because you have to like be in their presence of someone you don't like (laughs) like that's so ridiculous to me but that's all I have really at the end of the day I think relationships don't work because they're or you're just incompatible. I was going to say it's failure to communicate or um, like you're not willing to work for it or you're just incompatible. And like sometimes you do date people and you think it's going to work out and you're just incompatible and there's nothing wrong with that. But again, like you have to be willing to communicate that you're incompatible and you're not going to just date them and just be with someone who you're not meant to be with or that you don't like being with. Like whatever you believe, whether it's meant to be, whether you like it, whether you don't whatever whatever it is if you don't like it don't do it that's the root of everything come on now channel your inner five-year-old get the fucking pizza and if you want a relationship to work make it work and have a fucking spicy sex life like this is the other thing I don't get when you are in a relationship and you're either a not having sex you are a disgrace to the rest of the world that is trying to get laid or B, you're not trying new things. You're just, you're just having boring sex and you're bored with your sex life. No, I, unacceptable on all accounts. <laughs> Rejected from society. Like, I feel like that is the point of dating someone. I mean, I just said I joke that I'm not dating someone for the sex, but like, come on, like, if I'm not having a great sex life, I'm not dating you. Like, th- absolutely not. That's it. I'm not going to date someone who's bad. Like, I'm not going to date some nog. Non-adventurous white guy, for those of you who haven't kept up. I'm not going to date a nog. Like, why would I date some boring guy who has boring sex and does boring things all the boring time? I mean, maybe you're into that, and if you are, like, you do yelp. Like, I think if you're dating someone, you should be having, like, wild fucking, I don't know, kinky-ass sex, like, trying new things, doing whatever. Like, you should be raging in your sex life. Uh, That's how I feel if you're dating someone. But that is all I have for you on relationships. I know that was a little different from the normie to norm. But really, like, if you guys have requests about things you want me to talk about and want to hear my opinions on things, um, let me know. And I am more than willing to talk about anything and everything. Um, My specialties include sex. (laughs) Uh, sex and relationships are fun to talk about. So, um, that's what I have on relationships. Incompatibility, communication, and, uh, work. I, I really think relationships are based off that. I don't know what else. TBH. Laughter. I mean, that's my number one. And so, 
I don't know what your number ones are. But yeah, thanks for listening this week, guys. And follow me on Instagram. I am at the Real Sex and Waffles. Email me any of your questions, comments, concerns to the Real Sex and Waffles at gmail.com. Um, my book is out in paperback. It is Sex and Waffles on Amazon. And you can find all of this on my website, sexandwaffles.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And stay hard. You'll stop to consider all of those